welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. So today is day four in our series on forgiveness. We've talked about the the three R's of forgiveness, the three pillars of forgiveness. Yesterday we talked about creating a forgiveness statement. Today we're going to up-level that one more and we're going to talk about forgiveness rituals. So what are some rituals that you can begin to practice in order to give more power to your forgiveness? I'm going to share with you why rituals are important. Uh, I'm going to share four tips that I found that work really well for myself and also for my coaching clients and then uh, encourage you to really pick one and stick with it to find what works for you and to continue along with it. Now, as with everything we do here in Grow By One Land, uh, you are to find something that works for you. So if if one of these four rituals doesn't work for you and something else does, please do that something else. Now, if you say, Michelle, I've tried this and it doesn't work. Okay, try something else and then maybe come back to it. Okay, I'll explain all of that as we go through. But your rituals that you create around forgiveness are doing more for you than uh, what you think they are. So I'll explain all of that to you. Uh, and then also in the description, I, I'm i going to put the searchy link for my work. So that's my uh, individual database. So you can enter in keywords there, much like you can in Google. Uh, you can enter in keywords and you can find information that I've talked about before. So many of the things I'm going to share with you today, I've actually taught on before, whether it be in a podcast or a YouTube video, or perhaps in a class that I did. And so using that searchy link is going to um, give you more information. So as I go through, I explain, hey, this is this, this is that. And you're like, hmm, that sounds interesting to me. Now you'll know exactly what to go in to that link and search for. Okay, enjoy. let's talk about forgiveness rituals. Okay. Your job after I've gone through and described all of these is to pick one. (laughs) Now, first of all, let's talk about why would you need a forgiveness ritual? All right. So this is day four in our series on forgiveness. Uh, I've talked a lot about forgiveness in the past. Uh, Quite frankly, I'm going to leave in the description uh, of this podcast the searchy link that I have. Uh, So uh, the searchy link is uh, basically an individual database, if you would, Uh, my own Google search engine for all of my content. So we have over 400 hours of content in audio and video format. I will leave the link in the description. You can search any of these rituals or any of the keywords that we talk about here in that link, and it will take you directly to uh, where I talked about it. So for example, let's say I did um, you know, some, some training or something and forgiveness was a piece of that training. You don't have to listen to the whole training. It will take you right to where I talk about forgiveness. Okay. All right. So why, uh, a ritual? Why, why should we have a forgiveness ritual? We've talked a lot about the importance of forgiveness, but the forgiveness ritual, there's power behind that. Much like yesterday, when we talked about our creating our forgiveness statement, we said that, creating something that is more ritualistic, something that you do over and over and over again, that repetition, what does it do? 
it downloads that into our autopilot so it becomes something that is natural that just happens. You don't have to think about it anymore. Okay? Um, also, what a forgiveness ritual does, if you study the brain and the mind at all, you'll come upon some, some research out there that talks about your nervous system. So in, in general, I'm not going to do a whole teaching on this, but there are two types of nervous systems that you have. There is the sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight, flight, freeze, right? That's usually at the, the brain stem, the base of your skull. Uh, once you get there, it's like, boom, we're reflex, we're, we're going, right? Uh, so if, if a bear is chasing you, you can run from the bear, right? And then there is your parasympathetic nervous system. And that's uh, basically your rest, digest, and grow. Now, think about this. If, if you are, you know, being chased by a bear, it's not the time for a nap. It's not the time to digest your lunch. And it's not the time to really think about, hmm, where am I going in my life, right? And so if you are in uh, this, this state of acute or chronic stress all the time, that's not good for you. you we need to calm that, that sympathetic nervous system down. And so forgiveness rituals allow you to do that, which is really good because if you are under that stress, you cannot be creative and solve problems. And quite frankly, you know, when your, your sympathetic nervous system is calmed down, it makes you feel good. Okay. So there's a lot of reasons for having a forgiveness ritual. Now, uh, I'm going to give you four today. I need you to understand this is not an exhaustive list. Okay. These are the four things that I find work the most for me and for my coaching clients. They're the easiest to understand and they're the easiest to do. You might find that there's some other ritual that works just as well for you. Have at it. Uh, if you follow my work for any length of time, you'll understand I am not about there's a, a one way or there's a right way of doing things. Quite honestly, the right way of doing things is what works for you. Okay, so what works for you might not work for me. All right, so uh, the first ritual that you can do is by journaling. Now, I often hear this from people all the time. Michelle, I've tried to journal in the past. It just doesn't work for me. I totally get that. I was that way too. And now I'll tell you that I, I'm literally just in the next couple days going to transfer over to journal number, I think, 22 at this point. Okay. So it, it's a practice that, that you got to get into, you know, um, just like other things that you, you need to get into. Like, you know, at one time you weren't really good at and didn't like brushing your teeth, but I hope you do that now. Right. Okay. So what do you do when you're journaling? If you are not a journaler and you would like to start this practice, an easy way would be yesterday. We talked about that forgiveness statement. Get yourself a journal and start writing your forgiveness statement in your journal. Okay, that's pretty easy. Um, if you want to do something that's a little more guided in, in your journal and you're ready for something that's really going to scramble your brains a little bit in connection to some of the ideas and beliefs you have. Okay, so if you're brave, you can get the work of um, Byron Katie. So her first name is Byron, B-Y-R-O-N. Uh, her last name is Katie. I know, true name, K-A-T-I-E. Look her up. 
she takes people through what she calls the work and it's a process of inquiry so asking questions so it's very much related to this idea of forgiveness and it also adds a different layer of perception work so not only do you forgive somebody but you also play around with perceptions a little bit and you see things from different points of view okay so you can look up uh, Byron Katie or the work in that searchy link. It'll give you more information. If you really want to jump into her stuff, the, the first book that I would highly recommend is Loving What Is. Loving What Is. Okay. And then, you know, the third ritual is to have a problem solving strategy. So this, again, is something that, uh, you know, you can do in your journal that it, it takes your thinking and it puts it on the paper, okay? So it is a forgiveness ritual, but it's a, a little bit of a different strategy. So go look up problem solving in the searchy link. You'll get the five steps um, to solutions-based thinking. And in there, it will tell you everything you need to know. Uh, I do not have my command of time today. That's actually a, a 30 to 60 minute teaching right there, depending on who I'm working with. So look it up on, on Searchy and you'll be able to find it, okay? All right, so that's the journaling piece. Um, your forgiveness statement, the work, and then problem solving. The second ritual would be meditation. So I, I heard from somebody the other day, uh, you know, Michelle, I tried to meditate and it just doesn't work for me. Okay, I get it. Uh, and she was telling me about how meditation on her own is something that she just can't do. I said, okay, I got that. Can you do it in a group or can you do it in a guided meditation? So having somebody walk you through that. And she said, well, yeah, I can do that. Perfect, do it. <laughs> okay, again, whatever works for you. So, uh, you know, there's uh, value in doing some meditation, some, some breathing kind of work before you jump into maybe your forgiveness statement, okay? Again, remember, it calms your sympathetic nervous system. So now you're able to see things and feel things you couldn't before, okay? Again, you can use Searchy, just put in meditation. There's several different meditations that I've talked about in the past. Uh, I know there's the garden meditation and the mountain one. I think there might be other ones as well. I know that there's a walking meditation that I've done as well. So you can try that out uh, and you really use that process to calm your nervous system. So now you can focus on forgiveness, okay? The third um, tip or strategy is visualization, okay? so specifically there's a ton of different stuff out there that you can talk about as far as visualization and imagination again go you searchy but the one tool that i really want to talk to you about is this revision process so revision is um really a process that neville goddard has has explained in some of his books and the most simplest way to understand this is let's say um, you take a situation um, so the other day I had, um, I had a person reach out to me. So this is something that we can talk about. So, uh, I had a person reach out to me and they wanted me to do some work for them. Uh, and, and we were going through the process of, you know, figuring out what do you need? You know, who, who's going to be there? How can I help the best? You know, all that kind of stuff. 
And uh, immediately this guy said, hey, listen, uh, I love your work. I love what you're doing, but uh, I need you to make sure that you're not being too frou-frou, that you're not being too soft, that you're not just, you know, coming in and spending a lot of time on, you know, people stuff. And immediately I was kind of like, I don't think I was offended, but it was more this like, oh, there's something there in my spirit that, that doesn't like that. And so we continued on throughout the whole thing. And, and I realized that what he was asking me to do, honestly, was to come in with his leadership team. And they had found that there was a big disconnect during this pandemic time with their leadership team and their, um, their staff who are at home. And he needs more skills to understand how to connect with people. Now, he was telling me, don't be frou-frou, don't, don't focus on people stuff. Now, I know, hey, guess what? Um, that's the fix to your problem. So after I went through and I kind of played around with this a little bit, I realized, okay, his original statement had nothing to do with me, had everything to do about his awareness. And now I know where he's at, but I also know what the fix is to the problem. So as I'm moving forward, going to help him and his team, I'm going to keep that in mind. However, I realized I still had that like something in, in there and I didn't know, do I, do I forgive him for saying that? Because I get it. He's, it's just a lower level of awareness. There's nothing to forgive necessarily. Uh, and then I started thinking, okay, I got to do something with it. So, uh, when I asked myself, what do I want to do? Revision came to mind. I said, okay. So I sat down in the chair and I, I began imagining this scenario and I imagined it as the best possible thing that could have happened. And I, interestingly enough, I imagined him still saying that. And at the end, me saying something to the effect of, I'm really going to help you understand how, you know, this, this thing that you just said applies to what you really need to do in the future. And him responding back in a way that, that was very positive. So in my imagination, I'm replaying the event. I'm not replaying in order to judge the event. I'm replaying in order to make it how I want it to be, okay? There's a ton of science behind this, but basically what you're doing is you're building muscle memory in your, your neurons so that the next time I have a conversation with somebody, it doesn't have to be him, anybody, and something like that happens, there's gonna be a click in my, my subconscious that says, we know how to do this, right? So it's not necessarily a forgiveness kind of a thing, at least in that example for me, but it could be for you. Maybe somebody says something or does something and you want to forgive them. You can actually imagine yourself forgiving that person on the spot. Okay, so the process of revision. Again, go, go type it in Searchy. I know I'm telling you guys about Searchy today, but as I was going through all of this, I'm like, I've already talked about this. I've already talked about this and a ton of, of talking about these issues. So I wanted to bring you, these are the forgiveness rituals that are out there and available to you. And then also this is where you can find them. Okay. So we've got journaling, meditation, and visualization. The last one is really about intention. Intention. So when all else fails, Let's say something has happened. You know you need to forgive, but for whatever reason, your sympathetic nervous system is on overload. You 
don't have anything in you right now. You can't think about what should I do. You're, you can't you know, access your notes that says this is what you should do. You forget your forgiveness statement. You're just in that state of like, huh, what do I do? When all else fails, I want you to know that intention is a powerful thing. So when you are in this moment and you just pause and you maybe close your eyes and say, okay, I don't know what to do right now. I know I want to forgive. I don't know how. I'm just going to stand here. Your willingness and intention to forgive a, a person or situation or even yourself in that moment, honestly, half of the forgiveness is already done. Okay. I love telling my coaching clients this because I know based on my own experience, there's going to come a time when all of your tools that you've been practicing, you don't have access to because you are on such high alert that you can't physically access them in your brain. Okay. Those hormones are washing through you. You've got stress, you've got cortisol. Okay. When all else fails, your intention to forgive is just fine. Okay. It's powerful. You don't need to know the words. So there is a biblical principle out there, whether you, you know, know the Bible or not. And I'm, I don't know the, the address, so to speak. That's what, you know, what, what chapter and verse, but I do know that there's a, a, a biblical principle out there that says the Holy Spirit listens to your groans. So when you don't know what to pray for, when you don't know how to forgive, the universe listens to your intention. Okay. There's actually quantum physics is proving that, which I find is fascinating. But again, that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, but if you don't know what to do, it's okay. Your intention overrides that. Okay. So, uh, another thing I want to tell you before you go that, that there are, um, rituals that you can do that are in, on three different planes. So we are spiritual beings gifted with an intellect, living out a physical experience. There are rituals that you can do in the spiritual world, the intellectual world, and the physical world. Um, there are some that can go for all three. So for example, journaling uh, is definitely an intellectual process, but if you're writing it down, it's a physical process. It can also be a spiritual process. Uh, actually, if you look up authentic journaling in Searchy, that's going to tell you the spiritual process behind journaling. Okay. Meditation is very much a spiritual and intellectual process, depending on what kind you do. Sometimes it can be a physical one. There's a walking meditation out there. Uh, visualization, that's obviously very much spiritual and intellectual. So depending on who you are, because some of us have a, a much more of a connection to the physical world than the spiritual world and vice versa. Find what works for you, right? Um, breathing exercises are really good to do, especially right before you, you do your forgiveness statement. Um, things such as humming. Humming is a, a great exercise to calm your, your sympathetic nervous system. Doing yoga, tai chi, those kinds of things. Um, it, it really, those are physical processes that helps you kind of uh, get some stuff unstuck so you can forgive in a, in a more powerful manner. Okay. So my suggestion to you is that you would try one. Okay. Uh, if you have never done any of these rituals before, I would highly recommend that you try one of the ones that I have introduced you to every single day. Okay. 
When you combine them with those three R's in your forgiveness statement, like we've talked about the last few days, powerful, okay? Now, try something every single day. You could try something new every single day. So let's say today you wanna try journaling, tomorrow you wanna try meditation. That's fine, you're just practicing, you're just playing it around, it's an experiment. Feel it though, like what does this feel like to you? Okay, so maybe the journaling thing doesn't do it for you, but maybe the visualization does. Awesome. Find what works for you and then continue to do it every single day. And then once you master that, go back to. So let's say, uh, you know, visualization is your thing and you're like, oh yeah, I get this. I, I totally get this. I feel this. This works for me. Awesome. So now once you've mastered that in a few weeks, come back to this list and say, now I want to try journaling because sometimes our brain, you know, it tries to trick us a little bit and tell us, oh, this one doesn't work. But for, for right now, maybe that's not the one you're supposed to do. However, if you come back a few weeks later, and I find this all the time with my clients, they come back and they're like, I can do this journaling thing now. Okay. Just again, see what works for you and keep it simple. Listen, I am so excited for you as you're, you're kind of embarking on this journey. I cannot wait to hear some of the stories. Some of you are awesome. You reach out, you tell me all the time. Oh my gosh, I tried this. This is awesome. Uh, I love hearing those stories. So uh, pick one, go with it, keep it simple, find what works for you. Okay. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.